Hi, this is Todd Rundgren. You're listening to WESU Middletown. everybody and welcome to a special broadcast from WESU Middletown. Tonight we feature an exclusive interview with legendary singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist producer Todd Rundgren. I'm Rob Farish, host of WESU's Chocolate Cake which airs Sunday nights at midnight. Thanks for tuning in. Recently I had the chance to talk to Rundgren about his extraordinary career as well as his short upcoming tour which will feature the first ever complete performances of his legendary 1973 album A Wizard, A True Star. The tour starts September 6th in Akron, Ohio, then comes to Connecticut for a performance at the Center for the Arts in Stanford on September 9th. More information about these concerts can be found online at awatslive.com. Before we get into the interview, though, let's start off with the lead track from Wizard of True Star, International Feel. last tour you've been doing, which you were doing for about a year, uh, I caught you three times on the tour that you did to promote the Arena album, and Mm -hmm. on that tour you were playing Arena in its entirety from start to finish, and I know you said that there was like some sort of a theme to the album, I think you described it as having to do with eight years of shameful male behavior, Um, Mm -hmm. and and, uh, you've had other albums in the past that could also be considered concept albums, or at least having some sort of connecting thread to them like Liars or Healing, but in the past you never played any of them in their entirety in concert uh what made arena different for you that you felt like you wanted to play the whole thing start to finish um well part of it was the um the conceptual simplicity of it made it easier to do the whole thing even liars uh while we did almost all of it it wasn't based around a single sort of instrumental lineup or or a musical genre i guess and so it made it 
a lot more of a challenge if we wanted to do that to you know play the album start to finish but aside from that i you know i had a more theatrical um overarching concept that i wanted to do that made the show kind of a two-part thing instead of a one long thing Mm -hmm. uh even though wires in its entirety is about 80 minutes long which would be you know better chunk of a show anyway but um so it got broken down into kind of like more the uh harder and and um synthesizery and guitar-y oriented stuff that was the first half of the show and then a kind of a gospel-y R&B thing in the second half of the show and the uh, arena record uh, was meant to be this kind of transportable lean and mean approach the whole thing is inspired more uh, is inspired in many ways by not just the events of the last eight years, but a specific cultural event, which was the movie 300, which, which as you mentioned, the, you know, the whole thing about um, what it means to be a man, all sort of wrapped up as well in the idea of us going and being able to do a really aggressive, high-energy show almost any place which is essentially what we did. We did it in tiny places. We did it in big places. And, um, and a, show, a more production-oriented show like Liars, we could only do it in certain places. Um, right, yeah, you had that big, those big yeah, we pods that all the yeah, band members were in, right? Yeah, each mm-hmm. band member had his own little compartment. So, you know, there were certain places so small we could never play there. It must be Thing is actually the first time that record will ever have been 
played in its entirety, even though parts of it got played in utopia shows and mm -hmm. such. But uh, that also was a concept that seemed to demand something more theatrical than just, you know, typical band playing the music thing. Right. What did playing Arena in its entirety kind of get you thinking about the possibility of taking one of your old albums and bringing it out on the road in its entirety? Now, this came from a different uh, uh, direction. Uh, it actually, the whole idea uh, was birthed in England. Our British promoter um, approached me with the idea because I have gained some sort of a reputation with a younger generation of musicians over there mm -hmm. for varying reasons, but a lot of it has to do specifically with The Wizard of True Star and some rediscovery of that. So the original discussions that I had were like last fall, last uh, November when I was in um, when I was in England, and somehow word of all of this got back here, and uh, and a U.S.-based uh, fan slash promoter decided he wanted to try and uh, premiere it, and there we are in Akron. Right, yeah you're, yeah, you're starting there in September 6th, I think, right? Yeah, so it wasn't something like I had a master plan to do this. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of reacting from, uh, uh, reacting to the uh, to the demand that I didn't know was there until <laughs> somebody pointed it out.
We'll be back with more of our exclusive interview with Todd Rundgren right after this. My fellow Americans. Hi, kids. This is Todd Rundgren, candidate for president on the rock and roll ticket. For those of you who can't wait to do something for the campaign, why don't you go out and register to vote? There'll be all kinds of little elections you can vote in until the big one comes up. So why don't you just think about registering? Registering. Registering. Is it registering? Join us Monday nights at the Witching Hour for two hours of stoner cosmic doom only on WESU Middletown. Hi everybody and welcome back to our interview with Todd Rundgren. We start off the second part of this interview by asking Todd Rundgren about the importance of a wizard, a true star, on his long, exceptional career. Well, it did, you know, it did for me, and it and it represented a defining moment in my recording career and my relationship with my record label at that <laughs> point. Because the previous record, um, something anything, had like three top twenty singles on it, mm-hmm. and they and I was at that point reputed to be some sort of you know pop music phenom who was going to save am radio and expectations were completely different than you know what uh wizard of true star represented so at at first it was just all the critics howling and saying what was this a joke (laughs) and my record label suddenly becoming disenchanted and not wanting to take anything i did seriously (laughs) that point on for fear of being betrayed, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and from my standpoint, you know, it, when I make the records, they started out to be just personal statements and never deviated from that. So whatever it is that they represent, is, you know, it's kind of a, just a reflection of where I'm at, not what I'm thinking in terms of, you know, market conquest. When the music's a fan, I know 
some people have suggested in the past that it was the the Wizard album, you know, was kind of a blatant blatant attempt to steer yourself away from you know the hits that you had like i saw the light and we got to get you a woman it, it was it a conscious attempt to go somewhere else or did it just evolve well, it was a conscious attempt to go somewhere else but it wasn't fleeing what the other record was uh except for the fact that i was um looking to get away from uh, what was becoming for me a, a songwriting formula. Uh, so many of the songs um, on Something Anything have similar sort of chord structures and formations, and indeed I saw the light. I had gotten so habitual at it that that song took me about 20 minutes start to finish <laughs> wow. to write. And after I got finished the record, you know, I, had, you know, I didn't start out intending for it to be a double album. It just, I was getting so facile at it that um, the parts of the finished record that meant the most to me were the sort of the odd edges and not that, you know, mainstream sort of pop song writing. And by the time I got to the next record, I, I first of all, wanted to explore new territory and to break old habits, old songwriting habits, so I didn't wind up being a hack. And um, also for the first time having a studio of my own that afforded me like unlimited experimentation in terms of you know creating sound and putting combinations of musicians together you know to essentially realize ideas that may have been very um, were substantially fragmentary at the time. That was the studio in, in New York, and I think it was in, was it a Moogie Klingman, Klingman's loft? Yeah, he and I built the studio together, and um, and Wizard of True Star was the first sessions that were recorded in the studio. Around the time of that album's release, there were a number of artists, you know, who had been popping up in the previous years. People like uh, Frank Zappa or Yes, Emerson, Lake and Palmer. You know, they were stretching, kind of stretching the limits of rock music, playing songs that could go on for ten or twenty minutes and that had more complex uh, musical structures and time signatures. Was was any of that an influence on what you were doing on Wizard and continued with some of the earlier Utopia records? Well, it was in the Utopia records. It wasn't on Wizard. You know, Wizard wasn't intended to be, it was never recorded with the intention that it would be performed as some sort of suite. Um, parts of it did get performed later, but it never attempted to do it in its entirety. And, uh, and never attempted to do any significant part of it in its original running order. 
some songs have never been performed from that um, from that record. Whereas the you know the stuff that we did in the early Utopia days was intended to be long form and a platform for uh, the various musicians to stretch out and improvise and things like that. It was an age of um, of musical fusion, and while that manifest in uh, in a lot of places, especially in England, as these so-called classical rock or classically influenced bands uh, like Yes and the LP and stuff like that. Um, there was more of an R&B and jazz influence in the musicians that I was working with. Mm -hmm. And so when we would extend things, it wasn't simply for the sake of extending them. It was for the sake of the various players being able to stretch out a little more. And the influences that we had were not all, not necessarily all those bands. It was more like Return to Forever or Mott Vision Orchestra, um, things of that nature that had more of a jazz or R&B slant to them. One thing that I know you've mentioned in the past, you said that after completing something, anything, but before starting work on Wizard of True Star, uh, you started to dabble a little bit with psychedelic drugs, which you had previously avoided up to that point. Um, how much of that do you think influenced how Wizard of True Star came out? Well, it must have had an influence. Um, it, it, it wasn't one of these things. I mean, it's awful late, you would have to say, in somebody's... Uh, career <laughs> to start taking psychedelic drugs, <laughs> you know, when, you know, like everyone in the blues band I was in when I was 18 was already, like, dropping acid every night. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it's years later before I get into it, and it's all part of the, me being frustrated with having sort of plateaued as a musician and wanting to go back to doing stuff that was more experimental. A lot of people are uh, incognizant of my very first solo record called Runt. Mm -hmm. Outside of the song, We Gotta Get You a Woman, but there's nothing else on the record that sounds like that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different uh, sort of experimental things. And 
the overly order the over orderliness of something anything was just starting to get to me mm-hmm. and uh so i was uh using all kinds of ways to try and um get a new perspective on music and psychedelic drugs was just a way um to do that gotcha so so it's not the primary thing it was just one factor and a bunch of factors yeah it was you know there were uh as i say that maybe a more significant factor was the fact that i had my own studio gotcha and i had all of the gadgets that didn't exist in a lot of the other other studios Mm -hmm. or i had you know access in a way that i didn't in other studios to to, uh, do do something dangerous with it with a multi-track machine or something like that. Without worrying about the clock ticking. and Without worrying about the clock ticking or somebody, you know, like uh, having a fit because I am, you know, shutting a studio down uh, for other artists as well because I've done because I've either created some weird setup or I've caused something to break. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I don't know We'll be back with more of our exclusive interview with Todd Rundgren right after this. The ASPCA cares for thousands of orphaned and abandoned cats each year. If you can give a homeless cat a second chance at happiness, please visit your local shelter today. They'll thank you for it. A public service announcement brought to you by WESU Middletown. Go back to those gold sounds and keep my Go back to the sounds of college radio's past. Tune into Gold Sounds with me, DJ Minkles, every Thursday night at 2 a.m. on 88.1 FM, WSU Middletown to hear the best in alternative music from the 80s and 90s, along with some promising future classics. 
opinions and they're coming to the chorus now I keep my address Hi everybody, I'm Rob Farish and welcome back to our exclusive interview with Todd Rundgren right here on 88.1 FM WESU Middletown. thing about these shows coming up that's got a lot of your fans excited is that uh, Roger Powell is going to be joining you for these shows and you two if I remember correctly I don't think you two played live together since the reunion tour that Utopia did in Japan in 92 um, and with Chasm Sultan also in the band that puts all but one member of Utopia on the stage so a lot of fans are speculating that maybe a Utopia reunion tour is somewhere in the not too distant future is, is that something that would interest you do you think it would ever happen or are you not interested in and going down the no, I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have, you know, we did have an opportunity to explore that in the early '90s, and um, there are just, you know, there are there are circumstances that made it possible for Roger to do this, but it doesn't make it possible for him to continue to do it. <laughs> you know, in other words, he's got a, a regular job. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he has any designs on going back to living a traveling musician's life. And, uh, and I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you stop, it's very hard to, you know, to get back to doing it. And Chasm and I have never stopped. Right. <laughs> so it's not a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a big deal for, you know, for instance, for, for Roger to do this, he can only get out of his job for about two and a half weeks before he <laughs> has to go back, right. and that's why we're not going to continue to tour with it past past a you know week and a half or so. Mm. Time to make peace with the maker 
you've always been someone who's been on the forefront of new technologies and things like that. You've been making records for, you know, a good 40 years now. So you've seen your music released in a variety of different formats, you know, LP, cassette, 8-track, CD, and now MP3 is a primary form of delivery. And um, I was reading an interview with Peter Gabriel a little while ago where he was talking about MP3s and saying he was frustrated because he spends so much time in the studio creating something that's sonically rich and you know and he just hates the idea of compressing it down to these you know mp3 files where he loses a lot of what he created in the studio i mean you've got a reputation too as being a perfectionist in the studio do you have the same sort of qualms about mp3 being a, the primary form of the way nope. that people get uh? nope i never have had those sorts of misgivings uh peter's the same age as i am you know, and so is Neil Young. Neil Young's even a little older. And you wonder how they managed to blot out of their minds what sound was like before they invented this, you know, the stereo LP and the affordable home stereo system. Mm -hmm. Most of the music that I first heard was coming out of a car speaker. <laughs> One of those eight-inch oval things, you know, <laughs> mounted in the back of window or something like that and for most people they had blown part of it out mm -hmm. at some point so it's buzzing and whatever i didn't get into music because of the fidelity of it you know i get into music you know because of the musicality of it and i've always tried to remind myself you know no matter how anal you get over the sound people are responding to the music they're not mm -hmm. responding to the sound if that were true, you know, there would never have been, you know, memorable records like Louie Louie. Right. Uh, you know, or, uh, or magnificent flops like everyone's had, you know, mm -hmm. where they the sound terrific and wonderful, but nobody likes the music. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference? Um, yes, it'd be great if every thing could have that terrific fidelity, but, you know, all these people are talking about the one reference system that they've got mm -hmm. that by which they measure it and when they hear it on some other system they all always don't like it because they say well this thing doesn't reproduce the bottom the way it's supposed to be reproduced or you can't hear that certain area of the mid-range that I'm used to hearing I know that once you know I get outside of my ideal mixing environment God knows what happens exactly. <laughs> you know, all kinds of happens to it. I mean, just having something on the radio, it's going to be compressed way more than it originally was. Mm -hmm. Do you want to get upset about the fact that your music gets played on the radio? Nope. Right. Don't take yourself too seriously. There are precious few things worth hating now. But now I'm so far along, and 
brings us to the end of this interview with Todd Rundgren. Rundgren's short tour, which features complete performances of A Wizard, A True Star, kicks off September 6th and 7th with performances in Akron, Ohio, and then comes here to Connecticut with performance at the Stanford Center for the Arts on September 9th. For more information on these concerts, visit awatslive.com and rundgrenradio.com. I'd like to send out special thanks to WESU General Manager Ben Michael, Doug at Rundgren Radio and Todd Rundgren's tour manager Mary Lou Arnold for helping this interview come together and especially to Todd Rundgren himself for taking the time to have a chat with me. I'm Rob Farish and this program was written and produced by me for 88.1 FM WESU Middletown. More information on our programming can be found online at our website wesufm.org. If you've enjoyed this program and our other fine quality commercial free alternative programming, Please consider making a donation to support WESU Middletown at our website. I hope you've all enjoyed this special broadcast, and thank you for tuning in. We're going to go out with one more track from A Wizard of True Star, Todd's epic classic, Just One Victory.
Hi, this is Todd Rundgren. You're listening to WESU Middletown.
Well, good evening, everybody. My name is Rob, and the show you're listening to and hope that you will continue to be listening to for the next couple hours is called Chocolate Cake right here on 88.1 FM WESU Middletown and online at WESUFM.org. We started off things about... 15 minutes ago with something very new from Matthew Sweet and Susanna Hoffs. They have just released their second covers collection, this one called Under the Covers Volume 2. Volume 1 had been some of their favorite stuff from the 60s, and Volume 2 is some of their favorite stuff from the 70s. We heard their cover of Todd Rundgren's Couldn't I Just Tell You. After that, we heard an old B-side from The Clash, The Prisoner, which ended up on the Black Market Clash EP. And then the last song we just heard was the latest from Wilco, You Never Know, from the new CD, Wilco, the album. And seeing as how I just played something from Wilco, now seems to be as good of a time as any to tell you that if you like that Wilco track and you want to own the Wilco track, or maybe you want to own some other Wilco tracks. We have an extra copy of that new Wilco album, which is called Wilco the Album, and I want to give it away to you. So, the first caller through who wants that Wilco album, give me a call. 860-685-7700. Give me a call. The Wilco CD is yours. Now, if you were listening intently to that song, I'm certain you noticed that it was definitely an homage to Mr. George Harrison. And recently, the folks at Apple and Capital just released a CD called Let It Roll, which is a George Harrison's Greatest Hits package. We're going to listen to something from that. We'll listen to one that goes back to, I think, 87. We're going to a song called When We Was Fab. And like I said, if you want that Wilco CD, give me a call, 860-685-7700. First caller gets the Wilco CD. Till then, here's music from George Harrison. Back then, long time ago, when grass was green, woke up in a daze. Arrived like strangers in the night. Long time ago, when we was fab.
microscopes that magnified the tears. Studied wants and arms. Still alive for all and all. Long time ago when we was fab. Fab. But it's all over now, baby. Sometimes I cry 
If you work for peace, stop paying for war. For more information, call the National War Tax Resistance Coordinating Committee at 1-800-269-7464. That's 1-800-269-7464. Just commercials and a war on TV The dam is a breach, so it seems And there are footsteps and they're coming for me So close your eyes and sleep Well, here comes the hurricane Here comes the flood 
Here comes a tidal wave of landsliding mud It's never enough To make me repent all these things that I have done And it feels like the neutral's been wired to the life I feel like some hero been doomed to survive And it's never enough Shake the foundations and rattle the walls So put me a seat and I'm along for the ride Now is the age to just let it all slide And it's never enough To ask any difficult questions at all And who gives a damn if this conspiracy's real This whole generation Death or glory, no line in the sand. Place up these fireworks and strike up the band. It's never enough. And this is no time to stand up and be counted. God bless America, God save the Queen. Did you know that thousands of greyhounds are purpose-bred each year and cruelly exploited at dog tracks? Learn the facts and you'll see it's a grim reality of abuse, injury, and death for these gentle, loving creatures. Please support the nationwide campaign to make dog racing illegal by contacting Grey2K USA today. Call them toll-free at 1-866-247-3925 or hit their website at grey2kusa.org. That's grey as in greyhound, the number 2, and the letters kusa.org. Change that's come over me 
explain very easily Out of the blue someone's come into my lonely world And now I'm walking tall And if even I can find someone There's hope for us all
It's not hard to realize Just look into her false-colored eyes She's gonna love to just bring you down On a cloud Cause everybody knows She's a The things she does to She's going to smile to make you frown for a cloud. Little boy, she's from the street. Before you start, you're already beat. She's going to play you for a fool. Yes, it's true. Does everybody know? She's a perfect town. The thing she does.
Join us Monday nights at the witching hour for two hours of stoner cosmic doom only on WESU Middletown.
Munchies for good music? Tune into the Psychedelic Contestant, hosted by me, Psychedelic Rick, every Sunday at 9 p.m. Join me for a musical trip through the vaults of New York, San Francisco, London, Tokyo, and beyond. FM Radio, the way it used to be, every Sunday night at 9 o'clock, following Dead Air on WESU Middletown.
Music from Andy Partridge, Sonic Boom from Volume 7 of the Fuzzy Warbles collection. Before that, sending a request out to Larry, who's listening online down in Brooklyn. He wanted to hear Know Your Enemy from the new Green Day CD, 21st Century Breakdown. Before that, went back to 84 for something from Lindsey Buckingham, the mastermind between the mastermind behind all of Fleetwood Mac's top 10 albums. We heard Loving Cup from his second solo album, Go Insane. Before that, another one for Larry. He wanted to hear something from Tommy Keene's latest in the late bright. We heard Please Don't Come Around. Prior to that, the Velvet Underground, a live recording from their 1993 reunion tour of Europe. We heard a live version of Femme Fatale. Before that, yet another one for Larry. We heard A Hope for Us All by Nick Lowe. It's on the new compilation, Quiet Please. Before that, the latest from David Ford. He's got a new EP out called Pages Torn from the Electrical Sketchbook, Volume 3. We heard a song called Hurricane, and that EP is only available digitally. There's no CD on that, unfortunately. Uh, Before that, we had David Bowie, a live version of Thursday's Child that's on the new VH1 Storyteller CD. And we started off with a classic from George Harrison, When We Was Fab, originally on the Cloud Nine album, now just out on a new best of compilation called Let It Roll. Anyway, my name is Rob. You are listening to Chocolate Cake right here on 88.1 FM, WESU Middletown. Some of you are listening via the FM frequency. Others are listening on our way cool website, WESUFM.org, which in addition to giving you the gateway to streaming our live webcast, also has all sorts of other cool stuff on it. You can check out our entire week's play schedule. You can go to our forum schedule, for, uh, forums page, where most of us DJs list all the songs that we've been playing week after week on our shows. Uh, some of you check out my forum where uh, you can see what I've been playing. Like if later on you said, you know, what was the name of that 
Andy Partridge song that he played. I really dug that. You can just go to the forum and it's there. And another great thing that you can do on our webpage, if you look at the homepage in the top left-hand corner, there's a little button that says Donate Now. And I bring that up because, as you've noticed, you don't hear commercials down here. We are commercial-free. And that means we're a non-for-profit station. And that means that we rely on the support of our listeners to keep us on the air, bringing the music and the great public affairs programming to you. So if you are feeling charitable and if you appreciate the kind of programming that we bring you, please give a thought to clicking that Donate Now button at WESUFM.org and making a donation to help us stay on the air. It doesn't have to be a big one. Donations of all sizes are appreciated. And uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't want to hit you over the head with that because Lord knows we'll be doing that to you in November. Anyway, we're just going to keep going back with the music. And um, and I will say that, uh, you know, I did get a call from Larry. He's called in a bunch of requests that I played for him. And I think I got one or two more that I still have to dig up for him. And if you've got anything that you want to hear, the number down here is 860-685-7700. That's how to get a hold of me. And uh, if you've got a request, I'll see if I can find it and get it on the air for you. Till then, we are going to hear something from the new Cheap Trick CD, which is called The Latest. We're going to hear a song called These Days.
Hello, you've got the voice of Robin Hitchcock there with you. In fact, that's because I am Robin Hitchcock, and you're listening to WESU Middletown. You might have been a villain with a capital V. You might have had a plane to catch and left your family. It's what you is and what you is is what you are You might have been a midwife Trying to help somebody in You might have been a cardinal With an A to Z of skin Open up your window Honey, let me You might have been Columbia Releasing Orange 45s How does it feel? You might have been the Emperor's Speed And a furry little hive All the other bees It doesn't matter what you was It's what you is and what you is is what you are Well, you've got a I was found by a stray pack of Moody Blues albums and raised as one of their own. We hunted the skittish Jethro Tull and drank from the crystal waters of Pink Floyd. At night, we howled at the bright Bob Dylan in the sky until the rhythms of distant Metallica drove us into our caves. We called it Wonderland, and they called me DJ Cheshire Cat. Find us every Sunday night from 10.30 to midnight, only on 88.1 WESU Middletown. You always said that I'd be back 
It's a new year, but is it really about a change? Now, I understand the tragic history between the United States and tribal nations. Indian nations have never asked much of the United States, only for what was promised by treaty obligations made to their forebears. So let me be absolutely clear. I believe treaty commitments are paramount law, and I will fulfill those commitments as President of the United States. Tune in to Indigenous politics from Native New England and beyond to find out each Tuesday at 4 p.m. here on WESU. unspayed cat can produce 470,000 offspring in just seven years. Sadly, most of them end up abandoned at shelters or condemned to a grim life on the streets. Be responsible. Don't litter. Please visit your local shelter today and adopt a friend. A public service announcement brought to you from WESU Middletown.
Well, we all have our musical guilty pleasures, and you just heard mine. George Michael from his last album, Patience. That song is called Amazing. Before that, Kurt Smith, who is best known as One Half of Tears for Fears. We heard What Are We Fighting For from his CD, Airplane. Before that, Todd Rundgren, Sometimes I Don't Know What to Feel from his 73 album, Wizard, A True Star. Wanted to play something from that because Todd is coming to Connecticut to Stanford on September 9th, and he's going to be playing the Wizard of True Star album in its entirety. They're also going to be uh, stops. It's going to be a very short tour, maybe only two weeks, uh, with stops also in Chicago, Bethesda, and Akron, I believe. So uh, if that tour is coming anywhere near you, then... Uh you are lucky because, like I said, it's only playing a few cities. Uh, I'm looking forward to the show in Stanford. I'm definitely going to be there. Uh, before that, the Jayhawks have got a new best of out called music from the North Country. We heard Settled Down Like Rain. Before that, a request going out to Larry. He wanted to hear some Traveling Wilburys. We heard Not Alone Anymore from Volume 1. Prior to that, the latest from Robin Hitchcock and the Venus 3. The new CD is called Good Night Oslo. We heard What You Is. Prior to that, The Alternate Roots, a Connecticut band. Their new CD is called A Sucker's Dream, and we heard Ain't No Secret, and we started that set off with the latest from Cheap Trick. These Days from an album that is actually called The Latest. That album has actually just hit the stores prior to this past week. It was uh, You can only get it on their website or on Amazon, but now it's, it's available everywhere, so you don't have to deal with you know that whole thing with only one retailer having it, which is a... A uh, current trend, which I tell you that I'm not too fond of, and I know a lot of other people aren't. Anyway, so, if, <laughs> like I said, the cheap trick is available everywhere now. Anyway, um, you got about 35 minutes left in Chocolate Cake. In that time, if there's anything you want to hear, give me a call. The number is 860-685-7700. That's how to get a hold of me. Until then, we're going to continue on. This is some music from Paul Weller from his self-titled solo debut that came out in 1992. The song is called Into Tomorrow. Find a feeling of control over life. 
children that play kickball, basketball, football, hide-and-seek, and other games outside after school. When you speed down the road acting like it's a racetrack, you put these kids in risk for injury or worse. And we have seen it happen to one of our friends. One of our friends chased a ball into the street and was hit by a driver who was going too fast to stop. When you're driving a residential area, please be aware and alert. This has been a message from the youth of Middletown. Peace, Peace out. out.
Cause I've lost my mind If you want someone to talk to You're wasting your time If every relationship is a two-way street I have been screwing in the back whilst you drive I never said I was
Cause the tide had heard enough Lisa found her sleeping rough
felt like this, we were never told. That it felt like this, we were never told. And it scares us bad, so we'll have to be bold. But there's still one thing that we need to know. Did everybody say what a good day that it was for? Everybody who said what a good day that it was. They smile cause they like it. Did they smile cause they like it today? Whoa, did everybody say what a good day that it was for? Everybody who said what a good day that it was. Did they smile cause they like it. Did they smile cause they like it today? That's music from Jukebox of the Ghost, a song called Good Day from their debut album Let Live and Let Ghost that came out last year. Before that, the latest from Glenn Tilbrook and the Fluffers through the net from the new album Pandemonium. Stumbling on that one. Pandemonium ensues. Before that, the latest from Jarvis Cocker, best known as the front man for the band Pulp. We heard I Never Said I Was Deep from the new CD for The Complications. Before that, sending another request down to Larry in Brooklyn. He wanted to hear jukebox music from the Kinks from the Sleepwalker album. Before that, new stuff from the Smithereens, which is also old stuff from the Who. The Smithereens have got a new album out, doing a bunch of tunes from the Who's classic album, Tommy. And we heard their version of Sensation. And we started that set off with music from Paul Weller from his self-titled solo debut. We heard a song called Into Tomorrow. And that's about going to do it for Chocolate Cake tonight. Uh, All Fins Considered is up next, so certainly stay tuned for that. But uh, let's see. What I wanted to say is, um, for those of you listening over the FM dial on 88.1 FM, if you dig the stuff you hear and you want to hear it again, or maybe you missed a week and you want to catch it sometime, you can always do that through the miracle of modern technology. Chocolate Cake, as well as several other shows on the station, are archived in several places. Um, You can find my show on archive.org, as well as Psychedelic Tessin and Dead Air are both available on archive.org as a podcast. Uh, Just type WESU into the search engine and then filter it by by date added, and you'll see like the most recent ones first. Uh, The show before me, Wonderland with DJ Cheshire Cat. Uh, he's got his own website, djcheshirecat.com, where you can download old episodes of his show. And DJ Cheshire Cat, as well as Uncle John, who does Dead Air, 7.30 Sunday nights, and I are all available as podcasts on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes, click on the podcast thing, then do a power search. You type in WESU into the description field, and you'll see that those three shows are available as 
WESU podcast through iTunes. And um, we hope to get more of our programming up on iTunes in the very near future. It's definitely on the agenda. So, uh, you know, look for that. And um, also, of course, have to give a shout out to the people who find me that way. I've been getting a big response to uh, the iTunes podcast. So a big shout out to you, iTunes listeners. Glad that you have been finding me. And um, if you found me, like I said, instead of searching like for chocolate cake or power pop and, you know, in those fields, type in WESU and you will definitely see some cool shows if you type in WESU into the description field on iTunes, uh, Dead Air, our Grateful Dead tribute show, and Wonderland, the show that comes on before me, a really amazing freeform rock show. You should definitely check that out if you hadn't. Anyway, like I said, that's about going to do it for Chocolate Cake. I got one more song I want to play for you, and then All Fins Considered is up next. Uh, Last thing we're going to listen to for Chocolate Cake is something from Peter Gabriel. He did a short tour of Mexico and South America in March of this year, and he did the very cool thing of releasing double CD sets of every concert he played on the tour. And we're going to listen to something from the concert that he played in Santiago, Chile, on March 24th of this year, and killed me that he played this one because uh, Peter Gabriel is one of my all-time favorite artists, and uh, I've probably seen him in concert a good 25 times. And there's one song that I have always wanted to see him play, and he's I've ne- he's never played at any of the concerts that I've been at, but he played it at this concert in Santiago, Chile, so I'm going to have to live vicariously through this uh, double CD set that was just released. So going out on some music from Peter Gabriel tonight, live in Santiago, Chile, on March 24th. This is a live version of Wallflower. Thanks for tuning in and or downloading, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next week. Jeez. Sleep 
it's no surprise Loaded questions from clean white coats Their eyes are all as hidden as they're hypocritical They tell you how to behave Behave as their guest Want to resist them You do your best Take you to your limits They take you beyond For all that they're doing There's no way to respond